we have a wonderful guest on again this week. I'm so glad um, and happy to welcome back Valerie Ellis, who is our therapist specialising in relationship counselling. Welcome back, Valerie. Thank you, Susie. It's lovely to be with you. Oh, it's so nice to see you again. This week, um, we're going to talk about spousal bereavement and divorce. We've had, as we asked our, our listeners a couple of weeks ago to kind of write in or email in with any um, queries or questions or any advice that they were seeking about their situation or, or what they're going through. And one of our listeners, um, thank you very much. We're, we're going to use a, a kind of pseudonym. Um, Glenda emailed in and she was asking about spousal bereavement. Her husband passed away quite recently. And it's very, very difficult. I think um, that and divorce, I think, is seen as can be kind of similar in the sense of it's a big loss, isn't it? It is. It's a massive loss. It's a complete life-changing loss. And I, th- I think part of the thing that people don't think about is, in fact, that it not only does it change your current experience of life, it, it changes the past and the future, interestingly. So especially with divorce... I've had clients start to question all of the past of their relationship. If this happened, did this? Did my partner ever really love me? Did, what did it mean, our relationship before this? So people are not just devastated about what's happening now. They question the past and also the future. I, re- I remember having a, a male client who his wife said, you know, I, I want a divorce. And he recounted a, a dream in therapy. He talked about standing in the middle of a barren landscape It was all blackened as though there'd been a fire go through it. And I remember being really heartbroken for him because symbolically what he was talking about was his entire world being devastated, what was behind him and what was in front of him. And what he really struggled with in therapy was that the future he'd expected was no longer going to happen. He'd he'd imagined going on family camping trips. He'd had this picture in his mind of sitting in rocking chairs next to his spouse in old age. And that was taken away from him. So the future is taken away as well as the present. Well, that's what Glenda mentioned in her email. You know, it's, it's very much all of a sudden it's kind of, do I have to restart again? You know, where do I build from it? Whether it's a social social um, expectations of, you know, what about friends? What's she going to mm. do now with her time? Because that very much is, is your friend and your partner. Mm as well and, mm. and you would do things with them so how what kind of advice can you give to Glenda and our listeners whether it's divorce or bereavement and um, with regards to how do you start again I think the, the first thing is there's no rush the the trick is to balance uh moving forward but taking your time so uh grief is not a place it's a process it's not a place to stop. It's a process to go through. So rest, take your time. Don't rush into anything. People often will rush into financial decisions or dating and make big mistakes because really they're being driven by hurt and fear. Mm-hmm. And decisions we make out of fear are often mistakes and bring us more problems to deal with later. So the trick is slow down, take a little rest at the beginning and move ahead in small steps. There's no rush. Life is going to unfold no rush, but move forward a little tiny bit week by week by week. Because I guess the problem is that you would panic. Yes. You have that panic mode. You think, okay, I've got to throw myself into this or throw my... And actually, as you say, just take a step back and breathe and think. That's absolutely right. I was thinking about this, that we've recently had bonfire night and everyone's very concerned, you know, that the loud noises make dogs run and jump and, and skittle off into traffic and things like that. Well, you don't want to be that 
dogs you don't want to have a, a big scary experience and then dash off mm. and cause yourself more harm and accident so mm. stop slow down have a little reflect on what's going on and move forward in small steps there's no rush what about the social aspect of it because lots of time whether it's divorce or, or even bereavement a lot of your friends will be split mm. and you might you know you'd be looking around thinking well i don't really have many friends now um how, how would you then go forward with that meeting people and socializing well there's lots of practical solutions with that so your local community center volunteer groups friends of friends facebook groups there's a, a platform online called meetup so the the practicalities of finding new people with similar interests is not as difficult as it might immediately sound the trick is to be selective with that so again slow down not everybody needs to be your new friend mm-hmm. and fill in the gap you're looking for healthy people you're looking for people who are happy and successful in life because the people we spend our time with have a massive influence on how we see the world so you're looking for happy successful people try to avoid the complainy moany struggling people negativity yes Mm -hmm. that's going to bring you down you're already in a bit of a, a, a tricky position so you're looking for happy people and to allow them to rub off on you okay that's very good advice and what about spending your time i mean you don't want to kind of busy yourself too much mm. but it's important there, there's maybe things that you've never tried before actually now's the time to look at that absolutely look we get our sense of self-respect and meaning in life from how we occupy our time okay so th- these are subtle things we we think in terms of big cars and big houses and lovely fashion there's an inner world happening and our inner world needs meaning and self-respect And that is gained by how we occupy our time, the job we have, the volunteer work we do. So think about what, whether it's a new job or whether it's a new hobby, what would bring me self-respect? What would bring meaning into my life? It's an opportunity to intentionally incorporate that. So choose to volunteer rather than just... I don't know. Going down the local pub or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, something that's going to give you something back and make you feel mm. almost also like you have value. Ab- that's exactly it. Self-respect. Plus like self-respect. I, I have value. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what about also having the right perspective? It's difficult, isn't it? It's that positive mental attitude. Um, but it's it's kind of making, as you say, the progress little by little, but going forward. Absolutely. It's As I say, uh, grief is a process. Um, it's not a place to stop. So... Um, the 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 thing with a massive loss is it feels like everything's been taken out of our control. Now that's only a feeling, not a fact. It's a feeling, not a fact. But when there's a massive loss, there's also a loss of the sense of control. So what you're looking to do is is to regain the perspective that there are things I have control over. Right. Who I spend my time with, how I spend my time, what do I do with my day, L- looking how I after live. my health and fitness, my attitude is under my control. Regain the sense of control by controlling the things that you can. I like that actually, and the things that you can't don't get too stressed about. Well, you that. can't. You never could. You ca- you never could. Well, you never did. You, it's perhaps an illusion that you had control over certain things. Yes. I mean, the the financial crisis um, a decade ago reminded people that there's a lot of things we don't have control over. Mm-hmm. So clarify in your mind what you have control over and go for that mm-hmm. your, your the way you spend your time who you spend it with your health and your fitness is under your control and your attitude and that depends on who you spend your time with they're going to rub off on you and i guess it's every day as it comes there is going to be ups and downs good days and bad and don't also kind of um get too stressed with yourself if you do have a bad day you know rub, dust your shoulder off and move on absolutely it it's 
I say the attitude is what you have control over. So as I drive along, I make a point of looking around the beautiful trees, beautiful architecture. The, the, the traffic is frustrating. So as I'm stopped in traffic, I can sit there being annoyed at the traffic or I can sit there looking at a beautiful oak tree changing colour. Mm. I'm going to spend the next three minutes sitting here anyway. Where I, yeah. where I put my focus makes a big difference to how I feel at the end of that journey. That's brilliant. I love that. And actually, a lot of, of things that happen to you, whether it's um, divorce or bereavement, it's, it's going to be tough. But as you say, change your perspective so you're more in control. Absolutely. I know it sounds trite and it sounds like it's easy, but it's difficult. It is kind of easy and difficult. You have If you're... If you happen to be someone who's a little bit negative, it will be a challenge. It's a practice, but like learning to cook or learning to sing or learning to garden, you get better as you practice. So practice choosing what you put your focus on. Practice looking at the beautiful oak tree, not the annoying truck in front of you. I mean, literally, I drive along and, and choose to look at the beautiful old architecture that we have everywhere around us, and I find it uplifting. I love you, Valerie. I think I need you in my pocket just to take <laughs> you around when I'm doing the school run and getting stressed out in Weybridge. Right. Thank you so much. I mean, I really hope that that's given a lot of food for thought to our listeners. It certainly has me. Thank you, Valerie Ellis, for coming on. Do have a look at her blog um, at veryvalerieellis.com. Um, she's got some great, great resources there too. Um, and she's local. So, you know, if you want to give her a call and have have a chat further then please do yes there's a contact page on the website you can send an email and we can have a chat that's lovely thank you so much valerie and we look to forward to hearing you again very very soon thanks susie 